Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the Sikhcast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being here. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And with me, I have Inikar. Inikar, thanks for being here as well. Thank you for having me, Manpreet, and Guru Fateh to you and to our listeners. This week's Shabbat is titled, One Who Calls Oneself a Sikh of the Guru, the Eternal Guru, Rises at Dawn, Contemplates on All Pervasive Nam. Inikar, please take it away. Thank you. So this Shabd is uh, by Guru Ramdas Sahib in Raghori. It is on page on Ang 305 of the Guru Granth Sahib. One who calls oneself a Sikh of the Guru, the Eternal Guru, rises at dawn, contemplates on all-pervasive Nam. Endeavors daily at dawn, cleanses and bathes in the pool of immortality, follows Guru's instructions, utters the utterance of all pervasive, all pervasive, pains from evilish transgressions vanish, then at daybreak sings Guru's teachings. Contemplates on all pervasive Nam while sitting or standing. One who contemplates with every breath on my all pervasive, all pervasive, that sick of the Guru pleases the Guru's mind. Whosoever feels my owner divine's compassion, Guru imparts instructions to that sick of the Guru. Sermat Nanak asks for that stick of the Guru's feet dust who personally utters and inspires others to utter Nam. Jo Satgur ka Jo Satgur ka Jo Sikh akhave So bhalke ut Har Nam dhyave Udam kare bhalke parbhati Ishnan kare amrat saranave We've been together, you and I, doing these recordings, these podcasts, for now about 11 months or so. And we're nearing the end of the series, and I felt that this particular Shabbat was important in our journey. I felt the need to share this one, particularly at this point in time in our journey. So I'm sharing my thoughts on this Shabd along those lines. You know, the world is caught up in definitions of who a Sikh is, what does a Sikh look like, and I'm not even going to go there. Because Sikri, we've put out a State of the Punt report, who is a Sikh, which is on the website, and that can be downloaded. I'm not interested in that. Yes, that is there. But today, now, I want to share my understanding of what Guru Sahib is revealing to us. That if you identify yourself as a Sikh, if you call yourself a Sikh, this is what a Sikh of the Guru does or aspires to do or is working towards doing. So let's begin with the first line. 
और सतगुरु का जो सिख खावे सो भलके उठ हर नाम धियावे the one who who says who calls herself sick of the guru what does she do when she rises at dawn and contemplates on naam i've been asked numerous times what is the benefit of rising at dawn is it necessary is it is it important and you know to tell you the truth i really don't quite know how to answer these questions for i am not a theologian or a gyani i'm a mere practitioner and these past 11 months what i have shared on these podcasts is very much what i have experienced so i speak from that perspective um there was a point in time in my life that i too did not understand the importance of rising at dawn though from childhood I was repeatedly told that as an infant um, I was in my grandfather's lap every morning at 4 a.m. when he did his simran. So I was aware of the importance of rising early as my grandfather was very, you know, he was a very spiritual person. My first experience at rising at dawn was in Pennsylvania when I was at a camp. Uh, I you know, I used to volunteer at a camp for 2 weeks. So one morning, you know, I woke up at around 4 a.m. and um, went and sat on the porch. And there was something quite soothing in that silence. And then as the rays of the sun began to rise, what I saw, what I felt was spectacular. Was I was in awe of the beauty surrounding me and effortlessly and truly what I mean effortlessly my head bowed to the creator of this beauty you know i turned i tuned in with my in with the surroundings it's it was just so natural for me to do that and i remember even admiring the intricacy of the spider's web the way it glistened when the rays of the sun graced it so maybe and just maybe during the early hours when the world is asleep it is easier to tap into something that is extraordinary to me this happened accidentally that i fell into this and could experience this but then i also know that there are no accidents and it is hokum and it was hokum that i experienced this at the camp in pennsylvania and because of this experience of rising early, my rising early has become much much easier you know i don't even know i don't even have words to describe what transpires in the early morning hours for it is truly beyond description so let's leave it at that so the next line is about bathing and cleansing daily in the pool of amrit amrit is the immortality how does you even how do you even get there it is when you experience the magnificence of the creator when you are in awe of that majesty there is a softening that occurs within you and you get immersed in everything the beauty and around you you also become very aware 
of your own insignificance in this in this realm of majesty, you know, where everything, where the creation is moving at its own pace and everything is there meant to be. It's a very humbling experience to realize that the trees, the plants, the spiders, the ants, they all have the same creator as you do. But you are no more or no less than them. You are the same. There is that unity, if I may call that, that you feel. And this feeling is truly incredible. It is very humbling. But at the same time, it's very liberating as well. So you're filled with this awe and humility. When that enters within one, then one enters into that pool of umbra, which is within us which is within each and every one of us. And that is the cleansing. That is the ego that the I is being washed away because you have experienced something greater than the I. You can truly say that the ant and you are the same, created by the one. The ant has as much right to live, breathe, as you do. One's own insignificance becomes very real. The next line reveals that one who says that she is a sick, or one who follows, then she follows the teaching, the Guru's teaching. And what happens? And as you follow the teaching, then tongue on your on whose tongue name of her, the all-pervasive, flows effortlessly. Now for the tongue to recite the name effortlessly, mind and heart need to feel the presence because what is not in the heart and mind can never be brought to the tongue effortlessly. That's, it's not a mechanical recitation. It is The recitation just comes on its own just becomes a part of you. In the beginning, yes, effort is needed because you're training your mind. Gradually, the effort pays off and the recitation becomes natural. And it's that when it happens naturally, it is that you are in constant awe and feeling everything around you and just looking at Kudrat and saying, wow, isn't this amazing? Every little thing that you see, you're amazed by it even the clouds that are dancing in the sky, the fragrance and the wind, or the wind blowing, or the leaf falling, everything takes on a different color altogether. And what happens then? So when one is so immersed in Nam, the pain and pleasure become alike, because one knows that whatever is happening, it is in Hukam. So that hold that, uh, you know, that the whole that pain, fear, and darkness have on you, that leaves you. And then when the sun has risen and graced the day, the one, the sick, who is immersed in Nam, contemplates on Guru's teachings 24-7. It becomes a part of you. There is not a moment when 
when I say that, and what I say mean by 20% is that every decision you make, every what you put forward, every word that you speak, it is in that Nam conscious, is that it's aligned with the teachings because they've become so much a part of you. In other words, it is when the Shabbat begins to resound within. And you don't feel the separation. The separation is over. And your day-to-day life, you know, your um, your work, um, your activities, whatever it on, takes on a totally different color. It's no longer a chore. It is a joy. And you experience the vastness you experience and the vastness of life and you enlarge, you become very big. If somebody is doing something, some, it, things don't bother you that much. Because you've become vast. It is that feeling of they don't know better. Guru Meher Kare. They are on their journey. You become that gracious. You, and it's not you doing it. It's Guru has made, given you that capacity to grow and absorb and say, it's okay. You don't need to get upset. You just need to be yourself and radiate whatever you need to do. That is that basana. And then when your every inhale and exhale is consciously attuned to the divine, this is when your Siddhak, Siddhak is faith, is when your faith is complete. When your faith is complete, and the sake of the Guru becomes pleasing to the Guru's mind. It's an amazing revelation. When your faith is strong, is complete, you don't need to go anywhere else. This is the, this is where you have submitted. This is the path that you are walking on. Commitment is there. Then Guru reveals the sake who feels the compassion of my creator, my owner divine. How do you even then Guru imparts the teachings, the advice, the gu- the guidance to that thing? This is that guidance which comes from within. It is that Shabbat which speaks to you. It is effortless. You know, in between the intellectual knowledge, past the intellectual knowledge, there is wisdom. Wisdom has no age. Wisdom is when your faith is complete. Wisdom comes in naturally then. How does even one feel the compassion? That is when one is immersed in Nam. Nam is the one that gets you to that stage. And to feel compassion naturally is when, it happens only when you feel there is no one, no other. The other is gone. There is no other, for the other is also the the one who has been created by the one who has created you and the Jyotas in them. You no, no longer feel that separation. Therefore, the walls of separation have melted and you experience this amazing oneness in creation. Guru's humility, just, you know, in the last line, that humility that flows, just 
I don't even know how to describe it. Guru asks as, I ask, Guru's asking. Now for the humble company, you know, the feet dust is really the humble company. That's sick of the Guru. Who personally utters Nam, who's imbued in Nam, who meditates and lives it, and inspires others to utter Nam. It's not only that they do it themselves, responsibility, they inspire others to utter Nam. So no longer is this journey only about you, that this is only about between me and the divine. No, it's about serving, inspiring, and uplifting humanity. This is not the path of the yogis or the path of the yogis sitting up in the mountains. No, no, no. I bow to the ones who utter the Nam and who inspire others to utter Nam. So for me, this particular Shabbat is difficult because every moment is like a check-in for me, like where am I in this journey? However, the last line is actually particularly tough for me on many levels. For what I hear when I recite this Shabbat and when I come to that last line is, you know, you need to be in this world, serving and not sitting silently on the mountaintop. You know, my actually my natural leaning is to be with myself in silence. That's something I struggle with on a, on a daily basis. Um, I mean, I struggle with a whole lot of other things which have been revealed here, but the struggle of this, uh, being that recluse and being by myself is one of the toughest things for me to uh, try to you know, come to terms with. So, you know, let's recap the Shabbat. So, you know, you rise early, hoping, hoping that your consciousness will effortlessly tune in with divine consciousness, with the higher consciousness, with something larger than yourself, with not. Yes, of course, it's an effort, and make no mistake about that. But in the beginning, it is tough. But then it becomes a part of your practice. It's something you look forward to, that your day is not complete. I mean, you you just wake up automatically. There is no alarm set, or at least I don't need an alarm. It just happens. And when you're immersed in Nam, your lesser qualities surface. And to cleanse yourself of those lesser qualities, you bathe in the waters of Amrat, in the immortality which is flowing within you. This is that reflection part. This is looking within. This is that chiseling what Shabbat does. That is what it is. Because your consciousness has already been tuned into that higher consciousness. When you're aware of that, then you look within. And the water is within. The, you know, the Amrath is within. And the cleansing takes place. This is actually a litmus test for each one of us to see how we are faring. Where are we on the spectrum that Guru has revealed so graciously to us? Where are we in our journey to be that sick of the Guru that pleases the mind of the Guru? So these are my thoughts, you know, on um, 
where in a way you could say that this is the definition of a guru, uh, of a Sikh, sorry. This is a definition which guru has given for a Sikh. And where are you? That's very, very clear. One who calls oneself a Sikh of the guru rises at dawn and contemplates on all pervasive norms. There you have it there, right there. What more do what more does one need? I, I really have to start working on the first line myself. But even rising at dawn, uh while you were talking about this Shabbat, even rising at dawn, I don't know anybody in life that is very successful or super successful that wakes up at eight, nine o'clock every day. They always rise at dawn. I mean, this is like the most successful business people, the most successful whoever they are in their field. Everyone rises early. Um, as far as I know, I don't know any, you know, billionaires out there that uh, that, that don't do that. Um, and they still get their sleep. It's not like, you know, get four hours of sleep. So kind of tells you something. Like the guru knows this, to be successful in life, to be harmonious, to be, uh, you know, contemplating on all pervasive nam. Uh, it's not about just getting up and uh, reciting, uh, you know, Gurbani. It's about it's about more than that. It's about you know getting your mind right, getting that mindset right, right in the beginning of the day, so then you could have the best day possible. Uh, you know, and that's how I think of it. I think it's uh, I, I think it's great, and uh, I'm glad that we're doing the Shabbat because now I could always point to, you know, what does the Guru say about six? And, and and this is what you have to do and this is and this is just the beginning, you know, and everyone thinks everyone thinks oh you should kinda of like what you were saying that you know, you should just be alone and you know, Paskaro and uh, you know, go be on a mountaintop. But base you know, for me the guru is saying you gotta live your everyday life, you gotta pay the bills, you gotta enjoy too. Um, but don't forget that for a sick uh, these are the things that you should be doing too while you're living the rest of your life. And this is how you live a fulfilled life. And so this is very powerful to me. I, I love this, Shabbat. Um, and I love that I could go back to it and reference it now to uh, my Sangat on, you know, well, this is what the Guru is saying. And how can you be like the Guru? You know, how can a Sikh be like the Guru? Uh, you know, there's Sikhs in... Uh, Guru Granthab. So, you know, it says a lot that you could get to that level. And this is just the beginning. So this is great. I love it. You, know, you mentioned, you said something that, uh, you know, to enjoy life. I mean, nowhere it has been revealed in the Barney that you're not meant to enjoy life. The life is there for a sake. The life is there to enjoy, enjoy all the colors, enjoy everything, but enjoy it at a much higher level. In this, not a higher, but yes, at a higher level, conscious level is when, you know, when you are, when the colors are brighter, when you experience, um, it's totally a different feeling to that joy. That is the joy which Guru is saying to you. Everything is there, the entire universe, everything is created by the one. Experience it, feeling the one, and see what that difference is, see how that takes you. And what that high is, you know. I was uh, this past weekend. I've just been translating, working with um, Paisa Bhavir Singh Ji's uh, 
Saki, and I can tell you, Manpreet, for three days, I was on a total high. Working and walking and just loving every moment of uh, just being alive. And I was, it, and it was a high without the liquor. So is this a whole idea that you, uh, you know, that this enjoyment or joy is not there? Contrary, when you are connected to Nam, the joy is is amazing. It is rock solid. It is a joy that is everlasting. It's a joy that is bubbling. It's a joy that you skip, hop, skip, and jump because it is so, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's nothing like the joy, the temporary joy. It's a lot more um if I can, I don't even want to call it permanent, but it's a lot deeper and it's a lot full, you know, you feel a greater sense of fulfillment. Um, it's like you're you're being nurtured and it's, it's something like a discovery within yourself. Um, and it is not, it is not from that you have bought something or somebody has given something to you or because any of the external circumstances. It is within you, and because it is within you, you're enjoying everything that is outside you at a much different level. I don't know, did it even that did I even make sense in that one? But don't ever mistake that there is no joy, that the 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 joy is not there in Sikhi. It is an incredible joy. It's an incredible intoxication. It is an intoxication that lasts, but that doesn't give you uh, doesn't give you a, a what is what do they call it after you have a, a liquor the other day? Oh, what is it? A hangover? Right, right, right. There's no hangover with this intoxication. It is just incredibly joyous. Oh yeah, the real intoxication you're talking about for sure. You know, people that wake up at dawn that don't have to wake up at dawn like involuntarily like some people have to because they got to go to work maybe but involuntarily they're always happy they're always harmonious you know and they're always they're, they're doing it because they're uh you know reality is better than their dreams and they're they're trying to do whatever and have the greatest life they can and you know i think the guru is trying to tell us that like have the great life have you could have everything you want and nothing is impossible you know and this is Guru Ramdas saying it too, uh, you know, who was, uh, I would say probably like he came from the poorest of the poor economically and he became the guru, you know. So uh, nothing is impossible. And so I love uh, that, um, uh, that um, you know, he scripted this Shabbat for us because this, uh, uh, this is definitely one to reflect on. Thank you. Thank for you. For this transcreation. Seriously, this is this is amazing. Glad you enjoyed. I truly, um, you know, I enjoyed working with it, and it worked on me, and it's working on me. It's like honestly, it's a daily check-in. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Shabbat does, and that's the joy of uh, of uh, Shabbat. It's you know always with you, uh, making you reflect. Uh, giving you strength, um, you know, and I love it when it is, say, 
who contemplates with every breath. When your every breath is, is in that awareness, how, how wonderful it is to be alive. What a gift it is. What a joy it is to be in that moment and to experience even how the leaf is just falling off the tree and flying off. And it, you know, it, it's like, um, it's a different, it's a wonderful experience. It is a wonderful, and it's a, we're so blessed to be living, to be breathing, to be able to have these conversations. Um, it's joyous. It certainly is. Inigar, thank you for this uh, transcreation. Really enjoyed it. Just want to let everybody know if you want to read this Shabbat, read it in Gurmukhi, listen to it in the rag is supposed to be sung in. Please log on to sikri.org and you can see all our Shabbat of the week there as well. Inigar, once again, thank you for being on the podcast and thank you for sharing this with us. My pleasure and um, I will speak to you soon. Guru Fateh.